Good evening, my friends. Welcome. Well then, not sure what's come over me lately. I don't know, it's almost like there's been a lot of... Hmm. No, more like just a, a change on the... I can't say I've been confused. I've just been thinking. Anyway, I'm very happy that you're here. Where are we? I thought I was in a building. Excuse me, a tower. No, a building, an apartment. Or was it a tower? An ancient tower. I'm not sure. That's what I thought. One of those things. And then, a little bit every minute, little insects found their way in. Chirping crickets first announcing something. I should have listened better. Then moths. Spiders, next big ones, busy and industrious and endlessly creative. Weaving webs that began to slowly but surely take over the entire space. When the webs had been woven, in came the vines, climbing in over the balcony, through the window, running up and down the walls, over the couches, the tables, the bed. There's the sound of babbling, like traveling water, gentle and soft and sweet. And I saw that there are little creeks in the floors, tiny rivers in unexpected places. The cat is delighted. The cat is not alone as lizards and birds and snakes and rodents have found their way in next, too, though they hide most of the time. The sink has stopped working. The light switches won't do anything. None of them. The television won't turn on. It's kind of like a dream. You know those ones? I used to have one over and over, but you know what, I'm not sure it was a dream now. I would be in bed, waking up in the middle of the night. Everything in the room would be normal, just fine, except completely dark. Something very frightening to me as I used to be unable to sleep without a television playing a familiar movie. Something comforting and gentle. The television would be off, and the panic would set in, as I lay, eyes wide open, in a dark room, unable to move. I'm so sorry, I don't say it to frighten you, it's just that this used to happen to me so often. Rarely, now, if ever, thankfully, now but never say never. And then, I would see someone. Sometimes, 
it was glowing blue eyes in the corner. Sometimes it was just a shadow watching me. I didn't feel they would approach, attack, or do anything malicious. But I did not like that they were there. So I would panic and reach behind me to where the light switch was. I could move that arm, only that arm, but the light switch wouldn't work. So I would scream and scream until I fell asleep again. And in the morning, I'd be left to decipher whether it was simply a dream, whether the light switch worked in the morning, it usually did. Maybe it was a blackout, but the clocks would be fine. So it was more likely a dream. Except that the television would still be off. So hard to tell. That is the feeling I'm experiencing here, now. It's disorienting because... I feel as though nothing works the way I thought it did. Nothing is exactly what I thought it was. And if the apartment is real and the trees are ghosts, how is it that now the apartment is disappearing and the forest is all that I can see? The cat sees it too. Delighted he hunts always, but he does not kill. He just plays, rather. It's nice that I can still make it to the balcony, see the sky, sometimes hear flapping wings, too. A knock came to the door, my greatest fear, or so I thought. But it was just someone, someone official, someone real, someone from the real world just doing routine errands around the building. I opened the door, he spoke to me, and I was baffled that he was not shocked at the sight of the plants, the animals, the water. Quite the contrary, he didn't even notice it. He just spoke about whatever it was he was there for, and I concluded that he could not see it. Poor thing. I don't think he had the time to. But you can see it. Can't you? If you have time to be here, you have time to see it, I think. Right? You understand that we can't be free of it so easily. We might never be free of it. I don't want to. I think I must learn to keep it here. To let it raging in. Do you feel the same? Or am I only dreaming? <laughs> I'm sorry. I can be very silly. 
The world is a wonderful, silly place. And tragic. Devastating. And angry. Bleeding. Enraged. All of it. Oh well. Oh look. A deck of cards. I almost forgot amid all this chaos. I've been thinking about the little dark places inside of us. The dark, primal, chaotic little places inside of us. Different for each of us. And maybe changing for each of us. For example, mine used to be a tower. A tower of solitude. A prison of sleep. A place of darkness. That is what I feared most. And oh, how I was drawn to it. Then it was a forest. A wild and unpredictable place. Full of magic and spirits and the elements. I think I feared that too, in a way. This powerful place. But that is why I was drawn to it, too. Are we drawn to what we fear? Or do we fear what we really want? Maybe none of that. But now I find myself in a lonely, dark, sleepy building. In a lonely, dark, sleepy city both of which are being overrun by something they cannot control, something beyond them, magical, spiritual, elemental, and, as I said, utterly chaotic. Some will ignore it. That's fine. I see it. It's fine. The question is, the question for my cards is, how do we embrace our darkness? How can we love this darkness? I might have asked it before, but it's worth asking again. Because even if it is frightening and upsetting and difficult, if we fight it, it will grow stronger. If we hate it, it will become our enemy. But if we love it, if we love the dark things in our hearts that won't leave us be, we can learn from them and make a mighty ally of our fears, I think. So I shuffled. I was muttering about some nonsense as I did so chatting to souls I knew were there but couldn't quite see or hear. They're always in the woods with me, aren't you? Imaginary or otherwise. I drew a card. The Eight of Pentacles. I saw this, I think, only once before in a story about a demon who realized there wasn't actually anything keeping him in hell. If we want to call him a demon and his prison hell, 
but even those words are judgments, and I seek to be free of judgment, both my fear of it and the act of doing it. The Eight of Pentacles is learning, teaching oneself, but teaching oneself through dedication, the act of mastering a skill, a craft, a knowledge, a wisdom, something like that. The idea of putting your mind and heart to something and giving yourself over to it in order to excel at it. Achieving victory through learning. Practicing. But learning, practicing what? In this case... How to embrace the little dark places in you that could overwhelm you. But instead, perhaps, maybe, possibly, learning to live with them. Care for them. In such a way that you can become master of your own ancient tower. Ruler of your haunted forest. But most importantly, apprentice to your soul. Well, anyway, guess what time it is? It's time for a story. I bet you didn't think I could do it anymore. I bet you thought I was all out of stories. Well, guess again, my friends. Once upon a time... Once upon a time. There was. There was. Let me. It's all right. Rest. You don't have to be afraid. Let me. You rest. You just listen. I'll tell the story. Once upon a time, you lay in bed, awake, in the middle of the night, having been in a deep sleep. But as you awoke, you saw your room. It was exactly as it was when you had fallen asleep. Except the television was off. A frightening thing, as you always had it on, just to keep you company at that time. Just so you didn't feel that the world was empty and quiet and fearsome. Just a movie. A comforting movie. One you'd seen hundreds of times. The frightening thing was, if I am correct, and I am always correct, my love. The frightening thing was that it was off and the room was completely dark and completely silent. 
You did not sit up because you could not, poor thing. So your wide eyes just watched as your mouth tried to scream silently. Why? Why scream? I blinked and turned my head to the side, concerned for you. But that made your eyes grow even wider, absolutely terrified. Is it my pale blue eyes glowing in the shadows? I don't mean any harm. I was just watching over you as you slept. You just seemed so tired. But back then, you hadn't written me into existence yet. So I suppose I understand why it would be frightening. Your arm reached behind you to the light switch. That won't do. This looks like your room, but it is not. Not anymore. It is my room. Hmm. A place of shadow and silence. Peaceful and horrifying. You can try to turn the light on. It won't work. This is my place. I'm sorry, I was going to tell you a story and let you rest. It's hard to trust sleep when sleep has done such a terrible thing to you as this, isn't it? This is where I lingered for a long, long time. This realm of horrible silence and darkness where lights don't work and you can't move, and you can only see my eyes watching you until a blazing light, a sliver of golden light, as I felt a body, my body, tall and sinister, but mine, with two black wings, what a gift. And at first I was just a frightening grin, just a handsome villain in a black cloak, only one letter on a screen. A gentleman. Then more letters. A stranger. A monster. But mine. Greed, hunger for power, delighting in chaos, seeking destruction, gratification, selfish and avaricious, dreadful and fierce, but somehow inescapably I charming, words, a thing impossible to words. deny. Beloved, hated, gentleman, stranger, demon, angel, I became bigger. I became sentences strung together to express fear and love and, well, everything. Paragraphs upon paragraphs of atrocities. Pages and pages of conflict. Filled with, sprinkled with love, adoration, betrayal, 
I didn't know what to do with him. I thought he was a thing to be got rid of, then maybe tamed, then maybe destroyed. I lit him on fire, but he just became warmer. He just loved me better. I listened listened to every word. Eventually, there was so much of me. Not just feared, not just hated. I was not just a scapegoat. But you changed me. Literally. You changed me. Despite all I did to shake myself free of you. That wasn't it, though. I was pages upon pages, stories upon stories. I was so real now, I had grown. Larger than the pages of these stories. Larger than the book that doesn't exist yet. Larger than the library it might be housed in. Larger than the street that library might be on. Larger than the city that might hold that street. Maybe. Keep going beyond country, Maybe you don't planet, exist at all. galaxy. Maybe I made it all up. Certainly I made it all up. Does that mean you don't exist? If you don't exist, then what am I? What has all of this been? What is this place? Whose eyes did I see? I can fight it. I can fight over and over and over until the end of time, and deny the monstrosity who made me so afraid and so curious. Those eyes in the shadows of that not-dream made me want to scream. But I also didn't want to look away. For if I kept looking, maybe I could see. And if I could see, I could understand. And if I could understand, I could love. But if it's all nothing, if you never existed, and I made it all up, that is the most fearful thing of all. The worst of it. Tell me the truth. Are you with me, beloved? Yes, beloved. I am with you. Oh, thank goodness. I'm so scared. That's perfect. Continue to teach me to keep looking into the shadows. Help me not to flinch when I see glowing eyes peering at me. Let me learn how to live beside something as dreadful as you. 
stand behind me as I face worse monstrosities. More banal ones, less elegant, but much more destructive in their greed. And in return, I will keep bringing you to life. Over and over and over again. Agreed? Agreed. Good. 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 Night. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to episode 194 of On a Dark, Cold Night. This is the writer, host, podcaster, composer, voice of your narrator, and your gentleman stranger as well, Kristen Zaza. I can't get rid of this fellow, I fear, nor do I want to, if I'm being honest. I hope you've been well, my friends. The Eight of Pentacles sat with me for this full moon in Scorpio this week, this blood moon. I read that it was supposed to bring hidden things to the surface, things we might not at first want to come to the surface. But the more we fight them, the worse they get. Isn't that true? So, in the spirit of learning, growing, mastering something, which is, again, the Eight of Pentacles, I thought I'd see what comes up if I focus on my fears a little bit. Give them a bit of love. Can you turn yours into something that isn't so difficult to love? Maybe. If you want to, that is. Anyway, that's my gentle invitation to you this episode. So thank you for listening to it. Taking a moment to first chat with you about Anna Luisa. They're a fantastic jewelry company and a sponsor of mine this month. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Anna Luisa crafts high-quality jewelry that looks beautiful and sophisticated and is affordable, with pieces beginning at $39, and new collections released every Friday. And an awesome thing that I especially love is that Anna Luisa is also a completely carbon-neutral company in regards to their packaging and the products themselves so it's great to know that they're doing their part to care for the world. They sent me a couple of gorgeous necklaces and a pair of earrings that I wear almost all the time. They're so comfortable, they're versatile, and they have something for every style and personality. So visit shop.analuisa.com goodnight for Anna Luisa's buy one, get one 40% off sale. So if you have a special occasion, you want to get a gift for yourself or someone you love, this is a great opportunity to try them out. That's shop.analuisa.com slash goodnight for buy one, get one 40% off at Anna Luisa. Thank you so much to everyone who supports the show via Patreon by donating monthly. If you're interested in helping out on a dark cold night this way, visit patreon.com slash dark cold night to learn more, where 
Every supporter of $1 or more a month receives as a perk access to my complete soundtrack, while every supporter of $5 or more gets that and access to a monthly tarot reading I upload every full moon. We just had one for the blood moon on Monday, and that's where I actually drew this card for this episode, so that was a really cool experience to share. Again, learn more at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. If you'd prefer to donate one time only without any perks, you can buy me one or more metaphorical coffees at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. And you can buy t-shirts and hoodies at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. Another great way to support the show is by leaving a rating and review for On a Dark Cold Night on iTunes or wherever else you'd like to rate and review podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, and on Facebook and YouTube at On a Dark Cold Night, and on TikTok at Kristen Zaza. And just one more time, you can check out that buy one, get one 40% off discount for Anna Luisa through shop.analuisa.com slash goodnight. Anyway, thank you once again, my friends. I'll let you go now. Get some rest, be well, and, if you want to, love all of yourself, especially the parts of yourself you are the most afraid of. See what you can learn, if you like. Sweet dreams. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. So.